guys. Thanks for joining us. We've got some great topics for you today. Uh, so the first thing that we want to talk about is Trump's eviction moratorium. So this actually has not been covered as much as you would think it should be in the mainstream media. We actually found out from uh, The Hill by watching Rising. Uh, and it turns out that Trump has passed an eviction moratorium. So the way that it works is if you make less than $100,000 a year, you will qualify for this. You do have to fill out an application, essentially attesting that you do need the help, that you do make less than 100000 and that COVID has impacted your finances. Um, the good thing about this moratorium that he has passed is that it is far more comprehensive than the HEROES Act, which the Democrats passed. Uh, and the reason for that is that, uh, number one, this extends to everyone. Uh, so the HEROES Act only extended to government-subsidized housing uh, that was being rented out. This covers everyone who's a renter, and it lasts through the end of 2020. It does have some problems as well. Uh, the, the, the debt that you're accumulating for that rent, it does not go away. Uh, so today we want to talk a little bit about that, what impact this is going to have, not only on Americans across the nation, but also here specifically in L.A. where people are struggling. So, uh, of course, we've got Chris here with us, the co-host. Uh, Chris, welcome. Um, so Hello. let's talk about this. Uh, yes, it's a good thing. Still concerns because you're still going to owe the money at the end. What's your take on this? Yeah, absolutely. My take on it is that um, uh, everybody else in Congress right now is completely weak and um, especially Democrats uh, being bought out by the same major corporations that uh, Republicans are, and that uh, this shouldn't even have come down to Trump is the way that I see this. And so since right now, um, both Democrats and Republicans are essentially the same party, um, they all made it to where Trump can make this declaration saying, I want, and this is a quote from him, um, he says, I want to make it unmistakably clear that I'm protecting people from evictions. So I don't want to, so, you know, my part right here is um, I'm getting in agreement with what you're saying that this is, a, this is, is of course a good thing. It needs to be done because these people that um, are, are out of work, that the only reason why they're not paying uh, for their rent is because they don't, they don't, they're not able to go to work. They've either been furloughed or laid off because we're in a pandemic. So it's ridiculous that this should even be something that we're giving him um, credit for. Um, but it really is a giveaway to him um, for his, you know, reelection campaign. Um, it shouldn't, it shouldn't necessarily work. That's coming from that. Um, that's me coming from that uh, particular angle. Um, but Absolutely. I mean, we need to be protected and at least he's doing something, you know, for uh, a positive for us. And I think it's important for us to bring this up to um, our audience simply because whenever we talk bad about any politician, especially when it comes to Donald Trump, it's not because we don't like him because of his orange, you know, because of his orange skin and the fact that he basically has only like, you know, a couple of strands that are connected to a small portion of his head, you know, <laughs> but besides that, our thing is, look, if you, you know, I remember in the beginning, everybody saying, give him a chance, give him a chance. Look, he's not a real politician. Yeah, but no, we know that this guy is a con man and, and a cheat and a failure. So, 
um, everything that's been going on right now, I would, I, I, I would say this, you know, looking at other reporting of what um, competent governments have done in other countries to um, slow down the spread of the virus, we could have been doing all that and we didn't. And so right now we could be reopening and we would have had about 60% less um, cases and by far less deaths as a result um, if they would have taken, if Trump would have taken it seriously. So as far as giving him credit, it's just a teeny amount of credit. Thank God he's doing it. But overall, I would just say that, um, you know, our whole Congress is so corrupt that it should have never gotten to this point. That, that's my thought on that. <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. And look, I mean, it's sad all around. It's exactly what you're saying, because first of all, we're reporting on this exactly to prove that point, Chris, that this isn't about who we like or who we don't like. This is strictly about policy and what laws these people pass and what are they doing to help Americans. So we're not going to sit here and ignore him passing this Mm -hmm. just because we don't like the guy. He passed it and he deserves credit for it. Is it enough? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Now, I will give credit and say this. 30 to 40% of Americans would have been out on the street had he not passed this. And that is huge. But the reason why I'm not fully satisfied with this is because at the end of, look, we're already in September, October, November, December. That's only 90 days, realistically. So that means January 1st, all of these people that had uh, those moratoriums, which is great, but now they're going to owe all that back rent all at once. And you're still going to see a bunch of evictions come January. So we're trying to put this tiny Band-Aid on this gaping wound when what we should be doing is giving everybody a UBI instead of trying to, you know, and you're absolutely right, our Congress is useless. The fact that we're having to give Trump any kind of credit for something as bare bones as this shows the lack of leadership, both in the Democratic and Republican establishments. Because you would think that by now, with all the money they have, with all the resources they have, they would have been able to come up with anything better than this. I mean, it's just, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. And, and I really think that, um, you know, when you see where their priorities were in the, in the CARES Act, yes. um, the priority had obviously that had to do with money so okay i give them that but also this whole thing is supposed to be to protect us so let's say um we get we get evicted um you can't pay it as many people it was millions of people have lost their job what what's the the number on it just about right now annalise that are that are um that are out of work right now as a result of the pandemic I don't know the number off the top of my head it's a huge number yeah it's insane (laughs) over 10 million yeah. Uh, for sure that they lost their jobs, no fault of their own. And all you ever hear from um, Republicans um, is saying stuff like, oh, well, their whole incentive is uh, to go to work is for them to make money. But if they're making money from us, more money than what they had before, that's an issue. I think that's total BS. They have not taken this very seriously from the beginning. It looks like this whole thing was just um, used as a way to give uh, corporate socialism to all their donors. You know, I always start with Boeing because I remember that being the, the, the most incredible 
and 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 just like obvious display of BS when the fact that they killed uh, you know hundreds of people with their 747 Maxes, they knew what was going on. They didn't care because they were making tons of money off of it. And then their stock started to plummet. And then look at here, what happens right when the pandemic comes? They were able to get 60 billion. What to you know? What, what does that have to do with free market? You know at all? Yeah. So then we start asking for our care, our, our socialism. You know, we're looking for, hey, where's our money then? And that's our money that we that they gave to Boeing and all these other giant companies. So this is this is BS right from the start. They should have they should have put the money into the masks, into contact and contact tracing, um, starting right from the beginning to say everybody needs to be on the same page. We're trying to figure this out. So when people try to talk uh, crap uh, about Fauci, saying, well, even in the beginning, he he said that masks. Um, you know, weren't needed or whatnot. You know, it's ridiculous. That absolutely was bad for him to say, but he's been cons consistent on it now that we all should be. So I'm getting to this because what I was trying to say was, okay, you know, they ignored us in the beginning. They gave the majority of the money to the wealthy that didn't need it and the ones that do need it, we're, it's not being recirculated back to us. So when you're saying UBI, yeah, look, if, and they're saying, well, we don't have any money now. Well, why don't you have money? Because you gave giant sums of money to these corporations that didn't deserve it. Our money, whatever happened to fiscal responsibility? You wanna talk about Republicans always saying that, no, we're the fiscally responsible one. Bull crap. Like this right now, if any of these Republicans are paying any attention, they should realize that they're being fed nothing but lies. And it's not just Trump. Trump is just a nice little poster boy because he's shameless. He just doesn't have the right state of mind. He is personally corrupt and he has to go. Um, they all need to go. And this is absolutely ridiculous. So right now, you're right. We should all have a steady income coming back to us from the government for, for the money that we paid instead of 50 some odd percent of it going to bloated military budgets and all sorts of others. I, I just think it's absolutely crazy. You're right. We should be having at least a UBI during this time to help us um, live until the government responsibly does what it can to get the citizens to reduce the curve and, of course, eventually um, essentially remove COVID-19 um, you know, from our society. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, that's one of the things that hit me the most about Nina Turner's speech at the convention was she said, when you start telling us what we can't do with our money, what we can't do with our government, something's wrong with this picture. So yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, Chris. I appreciate it. And we will continue to keep you guys posted on this. Look, for me, this is a personal story. Um, you know, I, I didn't necessarily want to share this, but now that we're here, you know, um, my mother's actually having to go through the decision of potentially selling the home she's lived in for 20 years um, because she can't afford it anymore. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard when you're having to make those decisions. And if you're 50, like she is, with a severely disabled child and you're having to start over from scratch, that can be, you know, that can be very challenging. So this is very personal for me and it's, it's not just happening to my family. It's happening to families all across LA County. So we will absolutely continue to keep you guys informed on this. Um, and, and we'll let you know if any other updates come along, Chris, anything you want to say before we go? Thank you so much. Absolutely. The, the fact that you're um, bringing that up, I just wanted to say that 
Um, just earlier in the week, um, I was parking in a, while at work, parking in a position where it was going to block this guy that was in a van by himself. And, um, you know, I talked to him, asked him, really nice guy and everything, had no idea. I come, you know, what's going on with his life or anything. I come back to my vehicle and he just asks me really quick and he starts breaking down crying. And he says, uh, look, do you know of anywhere where I can get work? And, and I see him just coming apart. And he's talking about, you know, the bills and, and you know, the kids and all this other stuff and that he doesn't have money right now. And, he, and, and as he's like asking me, I could see that he's not the type to beg. It, it, it made me think of just myself. What would I do in a situation like that where at virtually no fault of my own, I'm in a position where I just, I, I don't have an income uh, source, but I have bills. And I, I wouldn't want to be the type to beg to burden other people. And I could see that, but he couldn't help it. And of course, we all need to ask for help. And I mean, I'm seeing a grown man about 45 years old, just crying, crying to me and saying, it's okay. As I was trying to tell him that, hey, look, just stay strong. Really stay strong. Don't take it personal. It's not you. It's the system. Our politicians don't care about you. But yes, like just, just stay strong. And that's the only message I could say. And honestly, when I, after I was done talking to him, that was, um, that was when I realized that's what we're doing this for. We're doing this because we're doing this channel, like Your Revolution Los Angeles, because there should be no reason why a grown person in their 40s should be, you know, just breaking. I can't even think of the words really, you know, he shouldn't be in that position where he's just so vulnerable because the state has absolutely failed him and failed millions of others. And this guy can't even pay his bills yeah. when he looks like a, you know, he looks like a perfectly, you know, nice person, uh, uh, able-bodied individual and so on and so forth. Man, that broke my heart. I was so upset. And, and even right now, just still so upset that our leaders don't care about the average person. They don't see that. They, all they see is like they're, you know, they're, they're rich, wealthy friends. And they're like, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. You're good. <laughs> Who cares about anybody else? You know, realize that this guy is probably on the verge of suicide. That's, that's crazy. That made me so incredibly frustrated and sad and mad. And guys, we need to remember that this is a representative democracy, meaning that they're supposed to represent us, meaning that we need to stay on top of it. We need to call our, our, our representatives. We need to make sure that we elect the right people. So, yeah, it should have never gotten to this point. And, um, you know, the people need help. We need help. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. We'll continue to update you guys on this situation. Um, you know, the government may not look at us as human, but we certainly do. We know that you're human. We know that you're just like us and you're out there struggling. So we'll make sure to keep you guys updated on this. We know a lot of people are depending on this. Hi everyone, thanks for stopping by and spending time with us today. We hope you enjoyed the video. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe buttons and support us on Patreon so we can keep bringing you some amazing content. You can also follow us on social media, links are all below. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, this is your revolution.